says we are live. I think uh, do you think you got my phone there? Could you toss me that one? Is yeah. that one? Yep. That's yours? Yep, that's mine. Why was your phone over there? Looking uh, for I left it. Almost there. Almost there we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I toss it, it'll break. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You got it. Break are his phone. Proclaimed as the City of Destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the City of Grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. And we have some really, uh, I mean, like amazing people in this, in the local community on this. We've got Brian Hallquist with Brian Hallquist Productions. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And we've got Andre and Cordell coming here as well. And this is a lot of, this is fun because I know you're super stoked about this. I am this. stoked, man. I, I'm I'm just a fight fan. I've been a fight fan for a long time. So it, it's, it's cool for me to get um, fight on so I'm, I'm jazzed you guys are here so cool right on and you've been uh and so coming up on november 9th is battle at the boat 124 uh congratulations well thank you we were going to do one in 1997 and here we are with you today <laughs> so how did that so how did that even start even just wanting to do one was, was were there any sort of anything like that going on going on around this area not a lot boxing had really taken a decline and um I had met uh, Roland Jenkelson, who was Joe Hip's manager at the time, and J. Michael Kenyon, who was a famous journalist. He was a Hunter S. Thompson of uh, Washington State. Nice, nice. And he said, Brian, you're doing the bacon bowl. You're doing all this stuff. you got to be a boxing promoter. I got Joe Hip. So I, I negotiated a deal and promoted my first show, not knowing anything about boxing. I told all the managers, go get a opponent for your guys and we'll put it together. <laughs> and so we had that first fight. And it's interesting because it was at the Best Western Executive Inn in Fife, which is the Emerald Queen Hotel now. Oh, wow. That was the first fight I ever did with Joe Hip. And uh, uh, it, it was an amazing thing. I, I had no idea what I was doing. We had eight rounds out of a scheduled 40 round fights and i thought oh this is ugly it's over and the crowd went nuts yeah it was like whoa tacoma nascar fans let's go <laughs> that's amazing like fights, it was just luck I, well I, it was a lot of things but probably god sent but a lot of luck <laughs> so a lot of uh, a lot of preparation going into these sort of things it's kind of amazing now that you've gone to uh going from boxing but also doing like mma fighting as well and such now you mentioned the bacon bowl uh, I remember as a child going to the Bacon Bowl. For those who may not remember this uh, somewhat historic thing, what was the Bacon Bowl? So what we were – the whole idea behind the Bacon Bowl was to have the Seattle and Tacoma Police Departments play each other. But they would have to train in local gyms so they could meet the kids. And uh, I could I, I could tell you so many stories, uh, successful stories about that, where 
kids were up at Owl Hilltop and they were uh, fighting and, and training. But the cops that worked the neighborhood were training, too. And they developed incredible relationships. That's amazing. Yeah. So they, I'm sorry, real quick. Yeah, ahead, they played ahead. football. Was it a football game? Or? Yeah, it was a football oh, game. Okay. Full yeah. contact. And yeah. they would play oh, at cool. the Tacoma Dome. I remember at that because one uh, our backyard neighbor, uh, he was a, he was Tacoma police. And so he was participating in the Bacon Bowl. This is why we would ever go. And it's just amazing that I didn't even realize that you were a, a part of that. Oh, yeah. And, and that's how I got into boxing because uh, J. Michael Kenyon, who was working at the Tribune, he worked at Seattle a PI before. He goes, you're a promoter. You got to do boxing. <laughs> oh, brother. And then that's been uh, that's been now, I mean, gosh, a couple decades on that. So 20, well, actually 35 years in 35 boxing years. Wow. and 23 at the Emerald Queen. We were going to do one show in 97, Emmett Linton for his world title fight. And uh, now we have Andre Keys, who was in the same club with uh, uh, Emmett, and now he's going to main event our show. Like Emmett did number one, and he, wow, and he will do one twenty four. So it's very special to me, a Tacoma boy, being able to do this. That's amazing, Andre. <laughs> so, uh, what what got you into boxing in the first place? Uh, my family, my dad, my uncles and brothers—they were all boxers, and I really, yes, yeah, so I was always in the gym with them. I'm the youngest of four, so I was just always following them, and then I just got into That is boxing. really cool. So how long have you been uh, boxing? Uh, 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's it's that's one of those things where it's a testament to like just being able to longevity, being able to do that. Congratulations mm. on that end. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it was hard, but we well, did it. And now you're headlining. Uh, uh, who is he taking on? He's going to be fighting uh, Meow, uh, Meow, right? Yeah, I don't know how to say his, his, his name. <laughs> Here, I'm going to tell, yeah. tell you exactly because I blow them all, but it's Manuel Mentario. Oh, wow. And hey. he's from Vegas. Very tough kid. Um, and this would be a great uh, opportunity to, uh, for Andre because uh, – Andre is a world-class athlete, and he's going to prove it in a couple of weeks. That's amazing. And I just love the simple fact that he's going to be in your hometown. Mm-hmm. And that's got to help out a lot just uh, in terms of being able to have the, the – the crowd is obviously going to be on your side because even going to any of the events, and I've been to a bunch of them, especially at the Emerald Queen, it's been a, a, amazing uh, just being able to go to see these events. But you will get a, a, a hometown rally just when they hear where you're from, if you're from Tacoma. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then even at that point, it's like family and stuff like that. How's your family feel about the fact that you're uh, you're headlining at this point? Uh, they're excited, but you know they're all nervous for me. But I've been doing it forever. But they <laughs> they can't wait for it to. Yeah, they're it. nervous. Yeah. <laughs> so like, how is it for you uh, in those sort of terms? Like, it, do nerves build up when you're uh, when you're training? Or? Yeah, all the time because you don't, you don't know what's about to happen. But as long as I stay focused on uh, my training, and mm-hmm. uh, I do all right. And when you when you do go up against a opponent. Is there any time that you know you have it or you know you don't have it? Like, or you just don't know till it's absolutely over? Yeah. I, I don't know. Just when I'm in there, I'm just doing what I got to do and just staying focused. Gotcha. What's, what's your training regimen like when you're building up to a fight like this? Uh, eating healthy, running miles, um, staying focused. Don't worry about the outside life just mm-hmm. mm, worry about sparring 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 yeah yeah getting a lot of sparring in and uh do you do training at a local gym around here 
Yeah, Tacoma Boxing. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. cool. How long have you been with them? <laughs> 15 years. Oh, so yeah. the whole time? Yeah, the whole like time. Yes. on that? Yeah. That's amazing. That's actually really cool to have that going on with that. Mm-hmm. It's a historic club because yeah. he comes from a club that had... Uh, I mean, we always talk about Ray Seals first, who's a great friend of mine in 72, Olympic gold medalist. But if you go back, Tacoma has Pat McMurtry, Eddie Cotton. There's such a great boxing boxing history. And it goes from that all the way right here to Andre Keys. And they're Tacoma Boxing Club kids. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Brian's building you up pretty big on this one, man. He's got a lot of faith in you. Yeah, he's been watching me ever since I was young. So he, he knows. And so, like, yeah, Brian, uh, you said at the beginning you didn't necessarily, uh, you know, know anything about boxing. I guess over the the course of the thirty five years, you've been able to kind of figure out what is good or like who are who is good or maybe just like those natural talents. Do you like? Do you go to the the boxing club and do you check that out, or is it like someone knows and like, hey, hey, this guy is an up and comer, and then you go check it out, or how does that work for you? Well, when I grew up, uh, I went to Foss High School, graduated in 76, and a guy named Joe Clow was, uh, worked at our high school as an intermediary. Um, uh, uh, he just worked at, at Foss High School, and he was a, a coach of the Tacoma Boxing Club who coached Leo Randolph. He coached um, Ray Seals all the way through, and that would, even, that would transfer into what Andre's doing, but... Um, so I was involved in boxing one time in my life. When I was a sophomore, Joe said, we need a heavyweight boxer. And I was a wrestler. I was a heavyweight uh, wrestler at Foss, Far oh, City, my wow. sophomore year. So Joe said, come down to the boys club. So I came down to the boys club thinking I had a new career. <laughs> and he put me in with Byron Boyd. And Byron is a good friend of mine. He's 100 pounds soaking wet. And he, I had, he had blooded me up, my lips, my nose. Oh, rude I'm awakening. a 220-pound guy, so I just double-legged him, took him down, and that was the end of my boxing career. Just said, go back to the mat. So I've been involved with that club for a long time. Johnny Bumpus, I mean, all the guys. We grew wow. up together. And so um, for me to be involved in boxing later it's interesting but i had such early contact in my life with joe clown all the greats from tacoma because we grew up together we were all athletes wow you know? okay yeah yeah so that's i mean i didn't even realize that you were just like tacoma like born and raised essentially on that so that that's amazing man i really love the fact that you've been able to do that and then it's at this point even building up local people because you're doing all of these promotions and, and going on with all of these i mean you know 124 battle of the boat cage sport has been going on for a while so it's pretty amazing on that end what do uh how do you how do you feel about uh, how about boxing in general in just the terms of the fact that tacoma seems to be so embracing of it well you know like i said tacoma has such a great history going back to the you know 30s 40s 50s in boxing pat mcmurtry fought on the gillette um fights when you know there was three tv networks and he was the big fight from new york you know and tacoma has this just incredibly rich history of boxing and um um, it just happened to be in my life that I just kind of fell into it through combative sports myself. I had a lot of friends that were boxers. People, you know, everybody knows the Olympic champions and a lot of the national champions. But there was kids like Byron Boyd, Larry Heitch, um, uh, the Smith brothers. There were so many incredible boxers out at Tacoma. And so I just feel that, that you know, in, uh, maybe it was Godsend or something, but... 
I had just been involved in combative sports from the beginning, happened to know Joe, happened to all my friends were boxers. <laughs> and again, you don't you don't hear about a lot of the kids because you had the Tacoma Boys Club at the time. And you'd hear about the the kids that won the gold medals. And, and you know, Leo Randolph went on and won a world title. And uh, Ray Seals, of course, was blinded when he fought Hagler. But he had a draw with Hagler once. That's how incredible our uh, boxing program is here. So anyways, uh, long story short, I feel very um, fortunate that I grew up when I did, met the people I did, and uh, I just think there's a plan in life for people, and this is mine. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty amazing. I don't know. What, what are you looking at me for? <laughs> you looking at me a question no, right I there? Got, I got nothing. Don't Fine. Oh, nothing. No, don't um, one of the questions, and I'd be at that point, too, if someone's interested in becoming a part, I would imagine you would want to join a gym. Um, but like, if you're like, my goal is to be on a fight card. Is that a way to go about it? Or? Dude, really? Because that's I, you're going to like, you get a lot of work. Dude. No, not me. <laughs> oh, because I, me. Isn't like, that I, what, no I swear I that's what you're talking about. I can't take about. a punch. No, no. Look at me. No. <laughs> No. I was just teasing. Hey, I was going to – I actually – Danny Bonaducci and I, when he first came to the market, we had a plan, and we were going to try to make him the oldest debut boxer in the history of the sport. Didn't he box somebody? He well, did, well, he, he was uh, 12-0-1-1. He finally yeah. had a draw with Jose Canseco. <laughs> <laughs> he fought Dazi, uh, Donnie uh, Osmond and all these guys, and then he got pretty good at it. And, he had a, and you know, he's like 5, 10, uh, 10 uh, 7 soaking wet, 150. And this guy's like – Six six So when he had a draw with him, he, he retired. But when he twelve oh one one, but he and that amateur, obviously. But when he came out, we had this great idea. Let's have you be the oldest pro debut ever in the history of the sport. <laughs> Well, Amy's wife was not down for that at all, and uh, <laughs> we were supposed to keep it a, a secret, but. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of fun with this whole thing, and uh, uh, yeah. Hey, it's Justin for the Union Club in Tacoma. And what is the Union Club? At the heart of it, it is a co-working space that is nice enough to let us actually record here, which is awesome. It is a spot where you can get a cafe membership, which is meaning that from 9 to 5 in the morning, you can have yourself a working space all the way up to your own private office. One of the beautiful things about this is that all levels of members get the beautiful view. They have print, scan, and copy services with internet and utilities included. You can get an incoming mail service, so if you need a business address, it's right there. Free coffee, tea, and purified water. Access to the conference room, and of course, all of the monthly events. If you want to hold your own event, anybody can do so, but with membership, you get a cheaper pricing, which is always good. If you want some information or to schedule a tour, head over to www.unionclubtacoma.com. This is also where you can get links to their social media, and you can see pictures of the location, how much personality this place really, really has, how awesome it is, and then maybe get yourself a tour. Again, check them out at unionclubtacoma.com. So if people are like actually interested and they want to do it, age or anything, doesn't matter. You can have some fun with it. <laughs> yeah, you can. And uh, But you really need to get with a good gym. And Andre's probably better at that than I, I am. I mean, Tacoma's got an incredible boxing club. There's four or five really incredible boxing clubs around here. Same with MMA. And you want to find the good coaches. 
uh, people that care about their athletes and that can train them to the level that they want to go to. And like I said, Andre knows a lot of these gyms and coaches. I think what, we have a trainer here, don't we? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, so, so yeah, so Andre, even on that end, um, like, it, do you guys like participate in like, uh, I guess maybe like, uh, gym versus gym, like sparring or anything like that, or do you all keep it in house when you're when you're training, or even even just I, I guess like not even when you're in your intense training for a fight. I mean, we do have some people that other gyms that come and spar with us because we probably have like one of the best fighters coming out the gym, and we have a lot of kids in our at the Tacoma Boxing, so a lot of people come oh, to our cool. gym and spar with us. So there's a good chance. I yeah. mean, if like if the kids are interested in like even trying to see if this is something for them, yeah, it's a good way just to go down there and check it out, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. That's uh, that's actually really sweet on that. On yes. that. Yeah, we start well, them out at yeah, eight years give, old. Give him a chance because he is a trainer, right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Aren't you a trainer? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I've been working with Andre for about. 15 years. He's been really? Just as long? Yeah, just always, as long. Huh? So, because um, I started fighting when I was 10. Um, stopped fighting when I was 18. Um, but I stayed with the program, coached, um, helped train, um, kind of stayed active with it. Um, then Andre had fought after his first, second fight. Um, second. This, after a second fight, then I started working with him, being more hands-on. Taking um, a little more serious? Yes. Yeah. Because um, he's a, again, he's a talented kid, um, but, you know, we just got to push him, keep him working. You need a team, man. I think that's a rule for all so, fighters. You you watch anybody that goes goes big, they need a team. You can't do it by yourself. No. That's, just, that's old school. You can't do it. You're helping people keep focused on that point, too. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing. I mean... There's so many distractions out there, and especially if people are saying, "Hey, yeah, you're, you're really good at this." There's distractions for professional athletes. There's distractions. Nah. What? <laughs> what? Nah. Some distractions, right? There's a couple. Uh, there might be one or two. <laughs> <laughs> a couple in the crowd watching uh, you a lot of the time. So. Yeah, man. It's it, it's it's got to be uh, fun and also difficult at that point too. You it, imagine. It, it is sometimes it's stressful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's He's stressful. He's not talking about you specifically. He's talking about the other guys that he works with, yeah, right? Talking um, about me. About, <laughs> you know, phone calls. I, I wouldn't say this has probably been one of our one of the strongest camps. Um, you know, daily phone calls, weight checks, uh, cool. make sure we're up and running, make sure we're eating right, make sure we're at the gym, make sure, you know, we're hitting the weights, we're doing our swimming. Um, so, swimming. yes. So, really, is that just like for like cardio or anything like that? Or like what goes along with that? Uh, Car- cardio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Just, Different just, type of cardio. Mm-hmm. What people don't realize about swimming is it's the only sport you, you when you're doing it, you use every muscle in your body at once. So it's a great workout. My, my family did water polo. I did not, but they like, like they did a lot of that and a lot of swimming and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, it's even just to tread water is like it's a lot of work, and I sucked at it. Yeah, me too. I'm a terrible swimmer, man. <laughs> a lot of those. So uh, different training though. Like when you're getting into this training and the keeping the times you're talking about the swimming and like all the weight checks and stuff like that's i mean it's really intensive this is your bread and butter and you yeah. got to like super take it seriously at that point yeah you got to because i mean you're going in you're going into war when it's fight time and then, you got to be in the best shape that you know to to, to perform 
and the, it, it's got to be kind of I don't know like I'm not the kind of person who gets into a fight and so doing it for your profession is there how do you like block out all of those distractions especially like when you're in the ring with this gigantic crowd of people like cheering you on on every which way and just kind of keep on that focus it's got to it's got to be hard it's like tunnel vision like but that's why i have a good team that keeps me focused and and then we train on stuff like that so how hard is it for you with all that stuff going on like can you pinpoint Cordell's voice mm -hmm. in there and you can hear it you can hear him above I, everything else I just hear his voice my coaches and I hear a few people in the crowd but that's just people I grew up with and I just know their voices from fighting with them for 15 years yeah, I just yeah, know yeah, you'll know them and all that mm -hmm. It's got to be like so, Cordell. When you're sitting there, are you are you ring signed when he's fighting? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, what's it like for you to see all the culmination of the training and when he's going out there to fight? Uh, what's yeah? What's going on in your mind when that's going down? Um, try to give him, you know, me just looking at the fighter, looking at the fight, mm -hmm. um, trying to give him the best plan possible to uh, beat the person that we're fighting. Um, Try to make sure he's staying focused inside the ring. Again, you get in there and he comes back to the corner and we talk about what we, you know, the game plan, what's working, what's not working, you know, what we need to do next. So you're just trying to make sure and you'll see like the weaknesses because like uh, since you're seeing it from the outside, but since you know the the art of it and the art of the sport that you know what his weaknesses are going to be. So you're just trying to make sure, Hey, that was working. That wasn't working all of that different thing. And you got to kind of change up those plans as you're going along then at that point too. Absolutely. But, uh, the kid sitting next to me is probably the most natural skilled, you know, boxer, you know, that I know. So, um, and I've been around, I didn't seen a lot of the fighters that Brian had talked about. Um, Emmett Linton, mm -hmm. Davey Armstrong, Leo Randolph. So, you know, all those guys were in the gym, still coming in the gym and help out every now and then, you know, growing up. So seeing them and, you know, watching, you know, Andre train is just some of his natural ability is is great. That's amazing. I mean, coming from the family, I mean, you, you imagine like just the athleticism would come naturally at that point. Was it was it always boxing for you? You just knew it was going to be boxing or was did you do any other sports or anything along those lines? Yeah, I played football and basketball, but I, I would have never guessed it would have been boxing because really? I like basketball better than anything. <laughs> yeah. But it just I started winning a lot of uh, tournaments. And then it just it just stuck when you just roll with it. You just realize that mm -hmm. you're really, really good at this and, yeah. and you can actually make a living and a career out of that. Right. And I think that's one of the big things too. It's like what everyone's looking for. They're not looking for a job. They're looking for something that fulfills them. And hopefully boxing does fulfill you on that mm -hmm. on that end. Yeah. Nice. That's what, yeah. Uh, what what would you consider um, maybe your favorite aspect of, of the sport? And that, this is for all of you guys, but we'll start off with you, Andre. Uh, just the favorite part of it. Uh, just the training part, getting ready for the fights, and uh, like the working out and stuff like that, getting in shape and just having that grind. I guess. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. Cordell, what's your favorite part about it, man? It's a one-on-one -on -one sport. I don't like team sports. All right. If I'm a lose, it's going to be because of me. Because it's of you, it's yeah. not going to be because of the person sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good so, point. That's a good one on that. Uh, uh, Brian. <laughs> What's your favorite aspect of uh, the sport? Well, you know, when I uh, wrestled in high school and college in, in the Olympic trials, there was no money to be made for wrestlers. 
And I love being able to help, especially kids from Tacoma, who we mostly sign and have taken up the ladder. I love to be able to help them financially so they can make a career and a living and maybe have something when they're done with their athletic career, a house, mm-hmm. a home, something. Um, so for me, that's the biggest goal and what I love the most about it. And then on that end, what's your least favorite aspect of it? Ooh. Because, I mean, for me, like you said, the training would be the most, is the, is the best. For me, the training is, yeah. Like, like the exercise would be the worst yeah, for me. exercise for me. <laughs> oh, but is there a, a, a least favorite aspect of it? Um, oh, no. All right, then. No, actually, no, that's actually pretty cool. If there's something that, like, that you're doing that you're actually pretty cool with everything and every aspect of it, and you understand the hard work that's going forward into it, yep. and it's making you a better person at that point, then cool. I mean, yeah, that's amazing. wrong with that at all. Man. No, nope. yeah. I'm, I'm the kind of person who bitches about my job a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, we're talking, in, uh, we're talking with Andre Keys, Cordell, and then uh, Brian Hallquist, and the event is Battle at the Boat 124, which is happening November 9th. And it's coming up. Actually, this this year actually kind of sped up kind of quickly for me. Like, oh, man. Me too. Yeah. It so it's going quickly. Definitely get your tickets. And uh, this will be happening at the EQC. EQC I-Fi Ballroom at the uh, big casino. Man, uh, that thing's getting huge, too. It's, it's going to be gigantic. Big, right? Great new casino opening uh, very, very soon. And people are just going to be blown be away. Oh, yeah. The new event center is over the top. Well, and that was the one thing I didn't even realize, that that big area was just like a big tent that they build stuff around. And now they're creating way much more. I mean, it's been the construction has been going on for a while, but it's it's looking fantastic. Very close to opening, too. They're going to have a great casino hotel there. It's going to be an incredible property, and we can hardly wait to do our first show in there. That'll be a lot of fun on that end. Is there anything else you got there? No, man. I'm good. I got nothing. (laughs) You're amazing. I love it. But uh, seriously, guys, please check all of this out. If people want more information about uh, Hulkwist, Brian, you got uh, the HulkwistProductions.com. has all of the information for all of that. Facebook has all of the different uh, details on that if you just want to look for Cage Sport because you do Cage Sport as well. Yep. Cage Sport and Battle of the Boat. Yes. And and, and it's it's fun because the fact that you're delving into the physical combat like you were talking about and you're going with both MMA and boxing. It, it's it's got to be fun to have that and be able to branch out on that. Oh, it is. You know, um, uh, because especially uh, being a former wrestler, I love combative sports. I love individual sports. I, like I said, I grew up with all the boxers in Tacoma and wrestlers. So I just feel so fortunate for 61 years old. I've been able to do my whole life in sports. Yeah. You know, like I most just, people don't get to do that. No, no it's, it's really cool. I'm a flunked cool. out phys ed major that went to Foss <laughs> High School, man. I'm so blessed. <laughs> no, it's cool you do that. It's cool that you, you give people an outlet locally that they can they can actually do this stuff. Because otherwise, where are you going to go, right? Like, um, you have to travel, you know, across the country to do it. So, well, let's no. hope next time we're talking, we got Andre for a world title. Fight. Yeah, that would be amazing. Because like, he's that good. <laughs> I hope so. I like, I like, I'm going to be checking this out. I want to see you fight. Like, I'm really excited for all of this good luck on the main event like again battle at the boat 124 uh i mean i say good luck but i mean you're putting in the training you're putting in the work and it's going to be what you need to have to to, to win and 
all like all of all of the I guess luck I guess. Okay. <laughs> I got to tell you something. My wrestling my wrestling coach Daryl Keller in college. He's a guy who beat Larry Owings, who beat Dan Gable. The only guy, if you know wrestling, the only guy ever to beat Dan Gable. He lost once in his career. Damn. My coach at CBC beat him, and he told me something very interesting that you just talked about. And he grabbed me one night and said, "You don't need good luck anymore." Just do good. There you so go. That's what I say. There to you Andre. go. Just, Just do, do good, good, Andre. <laughs> I love it. Good. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Again, you can find out more information about what we do at gritcitypodcast.com. All the links for Cage Sport, for Battle at the Boat, for Hallquist Productions are right here on the descriptions. Thank you so much to Becca on that one. Yep, right in the show notes. Yep. If everyone anyone wants to help us out, patreon.com slash Podcast to help us get better gear and go do fun other things and maybe we'll do another boot to boot pretty soon. Yeah, we should do something. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're I'm all healed up. Yeah, your knee is he's mostly healed up mostly on that one. healed up. I yeah. can almost go downstairs. So that's good. <laughs> and if people want to find anybody out there that is a little bit different, a little bit strange, a little bit fun and in Tacoma represents what Grit City is about, <laughs> send us an email info at gritcitypodcast.com Get in touch with us, and even if you don't, uh, please share us. Share us around on social media, and get at least the word tell out. your friends. At yeah. least tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. At least one friend. At yeah. least tell one friend. <laughs> one friend. You got one friend at least. Everyone has one friend, right? Right. Even if it's your mom. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. okay. We got forty thousand people on our networks, and everybody's going to know about it. Yeah, yeah. that works perfectly, including mom. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank, All right, you. thank you. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. Yeah.